0: welcome to the market emotion podcast for financial advisors presented by fmg suite listen to interviews with the movers shakers geniuses and innovators of the financial advisory world visit fmgsuite.com discover more great resources and products to transform you into an extraordinary marketer and grow your advisory and now without further delay the market emotion podcast for financial advisors hi everybody mike woods here one of the founding members of fmg suite Welcome to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors presented by FMG Suite. More than 40,000 advisors rely on FMG Suite to help them stay connected, build relationships, and grow their business. Now it's your turn. Visit us at fmgsuite.com and schedule a demo so you can see our tools in action. Today I'm excited to be joined by Michael Oana, who's the founder of Michael Oana Retirement Planning Specialist in Columbia, South Carolina. Michael is a power FMG user. His in-house marketing team works closely with FMG Suite to create some amazing marketing programs. On this podcast, Michael will talk about a webinar he's putting together to discuss the COVID-19 pandemic. Within a few hours after he started to promote this webinar, he had nearly 20 participants, which is awesome. One one one-hour presentation versus 20 one-hour calls, he said. It's a tremendous time saver. Michael also talks about being a little bit coronavirus fatigued, and I think we can all relate to that a little bit. Every time you turn on the TV, you get hit with more and more coronavirus talk. I surrender, and Michael said many of his clients are surrendering too. And last, perhaps most importantly, Michael talks about being a compassionate rep during this time. He's contacting people just to see if they're all right, just to say hello, to see if they need something, not using the time to push a product or talk about something that they could do with their portfolio. He's talking just to see if they're all right. He says that in 10 years, they'll remember the compassion, not much else. Market in Motion podcast, spread the word. Hi, Michael.
1: Well, good afternoon. It's uh, great to uh, catch up, and I, I hope that your listeners are having a, a great afternoon. It's a nice pause of these ups and downs of the market to spend some time with you guys, and uh, hope we're able to, to help some of your uh, listeners today.
0: Yeah, boy, I'll say. it's. Uh, we're recording this uh, right kind of in the midst of, uh, well, we're, we're, we're looking to get a stimulus package, so that will kind of help people date this. But, Michael, you've been at this for, uh, for 25 years or so, so I think you're going to be able to give people a lot of a good perspective on this. Um, the first thing I wanted to chat with you about, Michael, is that last week we hosted a webinar uh, that discussed commuting away th- communicating with your customers in a crisis situation. Uh, the marketing tells me, team you, tells me you had a conflict or you were going to be one of the guests on there. We had uh, well over 1,000 people register for the call and more than 400 people attend that event live. So it is a uh, crisis communication when it comes up. It is something that people want to talk about. Uh, reps want to learn more about what other reps are doing. So I'm going to pick it up where we left off last week so we can have this uh, discussion uh, again, if that's good with you. That'd be delightful so let's so i i would i you know i just did a little research on this this morning i think in the past 12 trading days the dow has moved a thousand points in 10 of the sessions now today being the 13th so it's now 11 out of the 13. Uh, you know, when I when I watched my local news last week, when I woke up one morning, uh, there was one of the local San Diego anchors offering me personal financial advice, which, which was always, which is a little unsettling. You know, I expected to hear coronavirus updates, but not financial help. Um, it's just, it's, it's a little odd when you have your local news people telling you to be patient and relax and all that kind of stuff, it just doesn't seem quite right. So I wanted to take a few minutes and have you tell our listeners how you've been using social media, emails, blogs, videos to stay in touch with your clients and prospects during the past few weeks. Well,
1: thank you again. It's it's an honor to be on your podcast. First, just a quick um, um, uh, thanks. I uh, have been uh, working with you with your team for gosh, it seems like about uh, ten years. Uh, sort of initially, how I found FMG is uh, they helped me to uh, design and, and and upfit my uh, website, uh, MichaelOwana.com. You guys have done an amazing job helping us with the content. Uh, we basically provided, you know, just a quick summary, uh, um, uh, pictures of the team, and you guys have really made it look uh, uh, great. So, so, so thank you. Um, as I was learning more about social media, I was a little bit late to the game. I'm a I'm a 49 year old dude, and uh, I have mastered a, a email. And this this whole social media was something that was really new. I just joined Facebook. It was only three years ago. I just just joined LinkedIn um, uh, about three years ago, so I was really late to the game. I wanted to see sort of how the market shook out and see how companies uh, benefited by using social media and the things not to do. So I tended to pause. So when we were thinking about um, uh, how we were going to use, how we were going to partner with an organization to help with social media, I just really wasn't sure what to do. You and your uh, team are instrumental in, in helping us. So the business that that I think for a lot of reps are they're really in the relationship business. Uh, myself and and you guys and the companies that we work with we can't control the ups and downs of the market. It's it's a lot like getting on a sailboat in your beautiful San Diego Harbor and you and you set sail. The the, the markets are the wind and you really can't go against that. You just have to you have to sort of think about how you can use that to your advantage. So in a relationship bu- business, and in, in, in something in, in building friendships and relationships, financial advisors can really uh, partner with FMG and uh, social media to uh, enhance their brand, it helps me to build better relations and better relationships. Uh, so we've done a lot of items to, to cement relationships in this rough patch. Uh, a couple of things that we've done uh, is we're set up where, where you guys help to produce uh, social media posts. So, so right now sure. we're right. on uh, LinkedIn, uh, we're on Facebook, and, and uh, we have a system set up where, where every couple of days uh, we get a couple of choices. We just click a couple of buttons and you guys uh, uh, post for us, number one. Number two, oh, my gosh you guys have, a, have an email, uh, a regularly scheduled uh, newsletter that goes out and then you do a video uh, on a monthly basis. I used to spend hundreds of hours trying to craft a message and and to get it approved to the, to the legal team now i've got a great compliance and legal team that works round the clock to help us but it takes some steps the work in which you guys do for, for most broker dealers check with you know have your reps check with their individual firm make sure how they do things uh, but for us it's pre-approved so it just makes the process so much easier so in this rough patch in in the market now, more than ever, is to show your existing clients how much you care. Your potential clients now is the game changer. People that wouldn't talk with you, people that wouldn't reach out to you, now is that opportunity to win those relationships. I look at the work that you guys do as the glue. Uh, so what we've been able to do is social media posts, Um, emails. Uh, A little bit earlier in the month we did a a video and then the way that you tie it together, which I think you can really go the extra mile is if you weave that into your your relationship plan your your contact plan whether it be uh calls to your to to clients uh uh visits if you're able to to still visit the whole new technology way of doing things you guys just sure. do a good okay. job of tying it all together with the glue so we've used many of the services that that you guys provide it's made us look more professional it's timely and where I've had to spend more of my time reviewing the markets Holding hands, you guys have taken that part of of my business, automated it, set it up, and made me look super smart.
0: Yeah, the uh, the monthly market insight that you're referring to that's a that's a, a piece we put together and uh, get it out by about the eighth or ninth of the month. It looks at the prior month. It talks about what to expect in the month ahead. And we have than a million that goes to more than a million email boxes every month. And, uh, that is one that, uh, uh, as you mentioned, there's a video, then there's the text and it is, uh, uh, it, it has one of the best click rate throughs of any of the content pieces we produce. And I would imagine this month, it's going to be even higher.
1: The most important thing about it is my mom thinks i'm a little bit smarter so my mom gets a <laughs> copy of that and she comments from 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 time to time and she uh, thinks it's really neat stuff so thank you for that it, it's really uh, a, a great service
0: that's good to hear you know we've got uh and and uh i'm i'm the the compliance person and we uh we we push that through Finra and work with the different compliance department to hear Michael, it saves you uh, all those hours when you're doing it. Boy, that uh, that's uh, that's that's the key goal. We want you working more in your ships and being the entertainer with your clients, rather than working on uh, putting the numbers about how the markets have performed.
1: You're exactly correct. And I mean, just, just a live example. So, so on the team, with the team, actually, uh, another thing that we're doing that you guys are, are helpful with is uh, next Tuesday night, we're, we're, we're doing things that, uh, the, the, that we haven't done in the, in the past. And we're going to do a, a, a webinar. You guys are helping to promote it. So, so as we're doing the call right now, my email, I have one, two, three, four, five, six people have registered through the fmg suite to to sit in on our webinar next tuesday night so uh now we have uh seven people have have registered so for me it's a tremendous time savings because what we're going to communicate on on the webinar it's pre-approved through our compliance team we have a guest speaker that's pre-approved uh that time we're going to communicate is going to strengthen the relationship and rather than having seven 30-minute telephone calls, we can have one telephone call, one hour, and and reach out to our clients, reassure them with what's going on, talk, and give them some just different talking points. So a real live example as we we work on this podcast is, I I just got another registration, so uh, clients that we work with are excited about this uh, webinar, and you guys are great um, as far as your notification uh, technology. Truth be known, I'm probably not a high-tech guy. I've got an incredible guy on my team, uh, Ben Iglesias, who helps me with this. Uh, We sit down with a a notepad and a tablet, talk about the strategy, Uh, and then uh, Keith uh, on your team has just been an integral partner. Oh my gosh, he is awesome uh, to uh, work with, and he's simplified this whole process. So again, it's the super glue in these challenging times anything that a rep can do to to reach out, uh, telephone call, a note, uh, email, just something to just reassure them as far as the the strategy in which that rep has has laid out for their uh, uh, client. You can't touch your clients enough right now. Now we've done some other things. Uh, I have been uh, coming in the office on Saturday and in and, and, and Sunday. Uh, it's it's rare that I would do that, but in these challenging times it's just something extra that we can do. Uh, in my part of the country, in South Carolina, we have sort of limited travel restrictions. Uh, the church in which I attend is broadcasting online, so I'm able to watch church and then reach out to our clients. So. Uh, From time to time in one's career, it may feel easier and harder. This is where you earn your keep as a financial advisor. This is the difference that you can provide for your uh, clients. The things that you do today will either help or hurt your relationship with your clients and that will not be measured for 10 to 15 years. So for financial advisors that are passionate about what they do, for financial advisors that want to stand out, now is the time to do it. Now I've had an advantage that I lived through 2008 and lived through September the 11th, so we're dusting off some of the playbook techniques uh, that we used in those crises to to help our families.
0: Yeah, I think that you know what you're mentioning there is important. Uh, just that these are extraordinary times, and FMG has a couple of pieces that will be coming out in the uh, next week or so. One, uh, we talk about pullbacks correction and bear markets, and we talk about how um, in the past couple of weeks, investors have blindly and indiscriminately sold positions just because they were fearful of what was going on. Uh, and we talk about another piece that we do uh, called Don't Panic as a White Paper. We talk about uh, in your investing lifetime, you may only see one or two periods like what we're going through right now. It's uh, These are truly remarkable times. And uh, Michael, it's great to hear that um, you, know, you hear the call and you're out there and uh, hustling to get everything done on Saturday and Sundays.
1: It's something that the people that have hired me trusted me. Uh, I told them that I would contact them when things were going well, and I told them that I would contact them when things were not going well, and this is the time where you can show the value. This is the time where you can cement the relationship. In addition to that, for for most financial advisors, uh, their business may pause a moment. Uh, Their revenue may drop because of the current economic um, um, setup. So the one thing that financial advisors really need to think about is that how might one replace that revenue? And and although their existing clients may be frustrated, their existing clients may be concerned, there will be a shakeup uh, in the industry. And financial advisors that aren't contacting their clients, that aren't solidifying those relationships, those relationships are are available those relationships for up to grabs up for grabs so what we've tried to do is in the morning time reach out to clients reach out to clients reach out to clients in the afternoon and in evening time is Uh, to touch base with with folks that are thinking of hiring us. And amazingly enough, in life, you take the disadvantages and you make them an advantage. In our marketplace, uh, uh, there are some travel restrictions and limitations as far as uh, gatherings and that sort of to-do. The advantage that I found is that people that were never home during the day uh, are home, people that that have reached out to us in the past that are hard to get available. I've had more uh, prospect telephone calls in the last week than I've had in the last two years because people are forced <laughs> to work from home, Right, uh, they're right. dealing with their kids, their, their dog, they're uh, sort of cooped up and uh, in a refreshing uh, conversation, they're much more open-minded. Now, am I gonna win all those relationships? Probably uh, not. But it's opening the doors of relationships that, that I thought may have been closed. So uh, your reps that, that are out there that are forward thinking, uh, this is a, a once-in-a-ten-year ability to, to really impact and help more people. My philosophy is help them first. If there's gotcha. a business opportunity that, that we can reach out, certainly I want to let them know that I'm available and that I'm here to uh, help. One of the many things that FMG does, it helps to leverage so rather than handcrafting a note, which which we do, rather than a, a telephone uh, call, on our directory, I think we've got, I don't know, a thousand folks that we uh, email to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a, a gal who responded to an email about female investing the other day, and it, uh, it her question ha- ha- didn't have to do with female investing, but it triggered a memory. She called us out of the blue, and she is going to add to her portfolio because she just saw my name. It had the telephone number on on the bottom. So especially in these times, varying the message is important. I tend to think, I'm I'm starting to feel, my gut is telling me is that people are tired of talking about the, the virus and the impact. So the one thing I think financial advisors need to be aware of is you have to size up the relationship. I have received, like, I don't know, maybe 75 emails about every company and their protection plan and their backup data, et cetera, et cetera. And it's really kind of, for me personally, it's, it's depressing. So just to have something else to talk about for a lot of financial advisors, depending upon their business model, depending upon how they do things, they're in the relationship business and so one of the things I think it's important to, to note right now is that although the coronavirus is extremely important and you have to address that with your uh, clients or your relationships I think it's not a, I think it's important that you don't forget other aspects of the relationship so, so something that we're doing that that uh, uh, your uh, reps and listeners may want to take a peek at check with their management teams check with their legal advisors and their compliance advisors before any sort of recommendations but something that people may want to talk about about is I can't you can't we can't control the markets our job is to be the guide and just talk about the narrative there are things that we do have some control over so uh, the, the week of Christmas uh, the House and Senate met with the president and they passed the SECURE Act in the right. SECURE Act, for a lot of people that are in the, the retirement business like we are, it really changes some of the rules. That's something that's, for the most part, fixed. We know what the old rules are. We know what the new rules are. And it gives us an opportunity to have a conversation on something rather than the virus, the death toll, this. So what we've tried to do is in our... Uh, meetings uh, we, we have an agenda and one of the things that we talk about at the end of the meeting is the secure act are you aware what are the pros what are the cons and we start to have that conversation to say you know this coronavirus i'm I'm not in a medical authority i'm not an expert but i sense that at some point it will blow over and at some point this will go onto the ledge the ledger of uh, viruses acts terrorism etc cetera, etc cetera. you have the opportunity to then change the narrative and you sure. have the opportunity right. to provide value on something that they may not have heard of. And, and I've been surprised that um, here you have in, in my industry, in my niche, the most sweeping legislation over the last 15 years passed After the that, Monday how- before Christmas and nobody knows about it, and so it just helps to deepen the relationship to say, "Hey, uh, Mike, are you familiar with the Secure Act? How's it going to impact your retirement? And what have you thought of?" For, for most of our clients, they say, "I don't know what you're talking about. I've never heard about that." And I said, "You haven't heard about some of the most sweeping legislation impacting how you save for retirement?" No, I was having Christmas dinner and I was having ham and turkey. I didn't even. And so it just <laughs> it, it changes the conversation. And it right. gives you something to talk about that in which which you you have the ability to enhance the relationship, enhance your value, and really get your client thinking about something uh, else. So it's important that you talk about what's going on, obviously, with the current state of the market. It's cor- It's important that you uh, review the plans, risk tolerance, all of those proper items. But what I have found is that a lot of our clients, they want to just, they want to, they want to be reminded how much you care that you're aware of what's going on that you you have a strategy you you have a plan and then they want to you can you can't show them enough uh you 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 can't not show them enough how much you care about them and they appreciate that but i think for a lot of folks we're in the cycle that they don't really want to talk about it. They're stuck at home. Uh, for a lot of folks, they're cooped up. Sure. There, there's a there's a different element of stress that's involved uh, in, in a new arrangement. If you can then enlighten them and then take the opportunity to strengthen the relationship to talk about other things. So uh, the, the, the different emails in which you guys provide that, that are off topic or, or different from the current, I think it's refreshing in some cases. And uh, I think you're, it's something you're... that just –
0: yeah, you're lead, you're leading right to my next question is uh, it, how how do you balance that at this time? Uh, the um, I'll give you a for example. Uh, one of the uh, FMG put out an item uh, several days ago on retirement strategies for women, and we got pushback from some advisors saying, "Gosh, you know, it wasn't a coronavirus message, so we really didn't think it was appropriate." Now. Uh, I had a response for that, but, you know, I'd like to kind of, kind of get your perspective because I think you're touching on a key thing there that, uh, that uh, I, the advisor can't just keep dripping on the same message over time. Otherwise, their value becomes very one dimensional. They, they want to show that extra ability there where they're stepping outside the box and they're more to life than the coronavirus at this point.
1: So I, I would tend to see beauty is in the eye of the beholder. It really depends upon the the advisor and their clientele. Me personally, I thought it was awesome, uh, just because it was something that was different and unique. Uh, the result, I had a a client, um, actually in your part of the in the world, who um, didn't particularly the the topic wasn't for her, but it reminded her to call us. And she's going to be sending in some extra money to her portfolio. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So I think in this time varying the message. And what I've noticed is, is that different people respond to different messages. So our job is to to give varying um, types of message and then ultimately see for which client um, who was attracted. So one of the things that you guys do is when you send out the, the email from time to time, like I'll get an update and it will say, Jim and Bob and Tim opened up the email. So I'm kind of, I'm always kind of curious when I see because uh, my, my own personal email gets, gets the email from FNG. And then later that night, I get, a, I get a little synopsis as far as who opened what. And I'm always kind of right. fascinated to see who was drawn to who. And uh, so my philosophy, uh, and I certainly could understand why some burger dealers would be, would be concerned about that. But to me, varying the message just keeps it fresh. It keeps it uh, lively. And I think that at this stage of the game, folks are starting to be worn out. as far as the doom and gloom, the doom and gloom. So just something different to think about uh, to me has been uh, refreshing, and uh, it just changes it up. And different people respond to different messages. And so, I think the role of the advisor is is to sort of figure out what their clients are looking for and then deliver that message so in meeting with with a client, certain clients want to talk a little bit more about the virus certain clients want to talk a little bit uh, less. Older clients that have have been through World War one world war two korea the cold war they're they're more accustomed to this sort of stuff they 've been through this uh, younger folks you know we, we we've been fortunate we haven't had these sort of traumatic events. Um, I was talking with a client earlier today, and they were talking about how it used to be in the United States with polio that a, a certain number of children got polio, and if you got polio, they they painted an X on your door, and the mailman wouldn't come and the milkman wouldn't come. I mean that's that's terrible,
0: sure. and for them right. – for
1: her, it was just something that she uh, lived through. So I think the role of the financial advisor is to gauge up the relationship. Sort of figure out what, what their particular client, how much they'd like to talk about it, how much they'd like to hear about it. And then I think it's always in, in, in important is uh, to, to check in and see how they're holding up. How is their family? How are they sure. adjusting? What are they concerned about? For some older clients, they're like, ah, we knew this was going to, we thought this might happen. We're better prepared. It's not as concerning. Other folks that are maybe a little more market-centric or that are a little bit more involved in, in, in equity trading and that sort of thing, they're certainly a little more angst. It depends upon the cycle in which the client is in. It depends upon what their goals are. What I try to do is to ask them, hey, what is your number one financial concern? And depending upon how they answer that question, it helps to us to, dis- to, to, to guide the discussion. But uh, Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I think people were were, were wanting to hear more. Now basically, uh, they just want financial advisors just to check in on them, make sure that they're holding up okay. Uh, if they're if they're in a part of the country that's been that has travel restrictions and sort of what you can and can't do, uh, how are they holding up? Do they need a book? Sure. Do they need info? Uh, and just checking in with them uh, and just letting them know that you're thinking about them, that you care about them, and if they have any questions um, and, and sort of try to clarify maybe some of the some of the things that are out there is, is what I have found that that's worked for us. Sure.
0: Michael, as you look at the the customers, as you've rolled through and chatted with them, um, do you find that they have uh, uh, are there are there fears unique to them, or do they have a certain commonality to them? I, you know, it's a uh, I was reading—I uh, don't know—a week, maybe a week, week and a half ago. Boy, the days kind of blurred together a little bit uh, these days. But uh, uh, there was an article that talked about an end of capitalism as we know it, and I—I—I I, I, I think you know when when I read something like that, you know that that puts a certain fear into someone that maybe. Maybe what we've become accustomed to isn't going to be there. So, as as you've worked with your customers, do they have do they have a do they have a fear? Is their fear running out of money? Is their fear uh, not being able to afford the lifestyle? Do they is there what what's the commonality?
1: Uh, I think there 's probably less of the commonality I, I have noticed I have found that depending upon the, the investor's age, depending upon the cycle of life, you know there 's a certain percentage of, of folks that are concerned that you know, they may have to make some some lifestyle adjustments there's a certain segment of our our clientele that has, has been very opportunistic and has said, You know what are, are there going to be some bargains uh, are there going to be some investments that might be more reasonably priced? So I really think it depends upon the client, the age of the client, the, the sort of the stage of the relationship. Sure. Sure. Certain folks are, are fearful. Uh, certain folks that have never lived through this sort of dramatic uh, uh, drop. They they have, have just been accustomed to the last you know couple of years where the markets have been uh, less volatile, generally on an upward uh, a trend. So this is the first real test to see how they're going to get uh, through this. And then it, tr- traditionally, some of our older clients that have been around for a longer period, they've sort of come to expect these sorts of downturns, and they're more seasoned that they're like up, oh, been there, done that. So I think it depends upon the age of the client, the 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 time of the cycle, sort of what cycle that they're in. I haven't noticed as many um, common trends, although in this, what's made this a little bit more interesting is that you have the the health concern, then in addition to that, a, a presidential election year, which I think has made uh, folks angst, and depending upon the lens in which you look at, uh, it's been Challenging, or it's been interesting to sort of, hey, this this is sort of how I feel. This is the news and information that I'm receiving. So that's made it a little bit more complex than 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 normal. But I haven't tended to see as many common concerns. What I've noticed is each person has been a little bit sure. different in what they're looking for. Again, some tend to be a little nervous. Maybe this is their first downturn. Other folks have said, hey, is this a, is this a good opportunity? Is this are these investments going to remain reasonably priced? So it just depends upon the relationship and in the client.
0: Gotcha. You know, you mentioned something a little earlier in the call about uh, doing the the webinar and having clients sign up for that. Uh, you know, as I've talked with reps around the country, they're they're starting to really embrace this whole notion of virtual meetings where they're either using uh zoom technology or they're using, uh, google hangouts or uh something like that it, it sounds like you're embracing it too with these uh, webinars and uh just the different ways you're connecting with customers
1: so michael oana tends to be half from the old school and half from the new school. So I have to be completely honest with your listeners. And uh, I was many years hesitant as, as far as doing an, any sort of uh, a WebEx webinar. But uh, this year we tested it. And earlier this year, uh, on January the 25th, we did our first webinar. And uh, it was fun. And uh, we, uh, I acted as the host we had one of our product vendors be the main um speaker and i don't remember the exact number but i think i want to say that we had 26 or 27 uh, attend we did it on a saturday so it was really Perfect. really neat nice. now the one thing that i did learn about technology is that uh, it's it's a work in progress the, mis- the, the 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 meeting was very successful everybody really enjoyed it we got great uh, a follow-up. The learning lesson is really master the technology. Uh, so this was our first webinar, and uh, we didn't quite have the kinks worked out on how the presenter could mute the phones. So in a classic webinar of all webinars, we had one of our guests, who an older gentleman, who had his TV on and his dog barking. Hello. And he didn't know how to hit mute. So the learning lesson lesson from this is that when we do our next uh, webinar, job number one is the presenter will hit mute and will automatically mute all of the uh, uh, phones. But uh, uh, in these challenging times, one has to adjust. One has to uh, modify. And really, in my opinion, financial advisors are blessed Financial advisors are fortunate because now more than ever, they can leverage technology. We're in a career that for, for most, depending upon office business model compliance systems, most have the ability to work from laptop. Most have the ability to, to depending upon their their system, their setup, can possibly work from, from afar. Uh, and whereas industries where you might be tethered to what the boss says, for a lot of financial advisors, they're self-starters, independent, uh, diff- different sorts of, of setups, they have the ability to really leverage technology, whether it be uh, if their firm allows them uh, to, 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 to work from home and they can use technology, uh, again, if that's, if that's permissible by their organization, man, you can really leverage things. Plus, I mean, financial advisors have historically done a large bulk of their business over the phone uh, right. For, right. for existing clients. So now more than ever, oh, my gosh, we're we're blessed that our tools and technology, knock on wood, uh, really haven't been as impacted as other uh, organizations. So we're really fortunate that in the time of need, you can touch more people, you can reach out to more people than maybe we would have had 10 years ago, 15 years ago. So uh, one of the things that could could uh, and I'm not a medical expert I'm not a not a uh, you know a, a legal or whatever expert one of the things that could possibly minimize this downturn is because more people are in service-oriented jobs, more people are working from home. That, when we have this, you know, economy slowing, what I've noticed is a lot of professionals have just said, "Well, I can't work in my office. I'm going to work from home," and they have tried to 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 keep the wheels of the economy uh, going. That's just my personal uh, opinion. I'm I'm not an sure. expert in all those uh, issues, but especially now, you know, depending upon the rep and how they're configured and business model and their management teams and legal teams. I'm suspecting that uh, they have the opportunity to really leverage and ramp up their use of technology so that they can help their clients and help more people. So we're really fortunate that we live in a time that, that you can really embrace this technology.
0: Boy, ain't that the truth. Ain't that the truth. Well, Michael, let me uh, – I want to run one uh, – this has been a fantastic uh, podcast today, a lot of great information. I want to run one final question by it just uh, to kind of put a bow on this whole um, okay. uh, coronavirus whole notion. Is there, is there one piece of advice you've been sharing with clients, one one message that more have wanted to hear? Are, are you talking to them about uh, – uh, any specific type of, uh, of uh, I, I talked to one financial advisor who talks to says this is a great time to have a Roth conversion uh, discussion. Another talks to me about saying, you know, it's a good time to talk about tax management because you may have gains later in the year to offset losses earlier. Is there, is there any message that you're finding that you're having over and over again with uh, clients at this point?
1: Uh, Mike, that's a great question. My advice or my opinion will probably be unique from the other folks that you talk to. My number one, my number two, my number three advice, show the client that you care. Mm. Check in on them. Let them know you're thinking of them. Let them know if there's anything that they might need, a bottled water, a, a food delivery, a book to read. I feel the most important thing that you can do is show them that you care, you're concerned about their well-being. You don't, I don't, nobody has control of the market. Okay, You can control your commitment. You can control your professionalism. You can control how much you care about them. If you've got that relationship, if you strengthen the, the relationship, in my humble opinion, everything else will fall into place. So once the client or once the potential client, they feel and, and, and that they know that you care about them, then depending upon their goals, their objectives, the, the plan, everything else should fall into place. I think the most important thing is to show them again and again and again that you're thinking of them because in that way then you, you become the guide and you're just giving them the narrative, okay, because you can't control what happens on Wall Street. You can't control what happens at 1600 Pennsylvania. You can't control uh, interest rates. If you build the relationship, show them that you care, then depending upon their goals and objectives, the, the, the mechanics, I think, fall into place naturally. So I would have your uh, listeners show empathy, reach out, touch them, make sure that they're holding up okay. They'll remember that 10 years from now. They may not remember your strategy, your, your economic belief, your however you run your business, your, whatever your recommendation might be. Ten years from now, they're not going to remember that. They're going to remember that when the market dropped eighty million uh, trillion points that you <laughs> called to check into them. They're going to remember that um, when their city got shut down, that you uh, 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 remember them. They're going to remember that their church that they've been going to for 35 years got canceled and that you called and and, and offered a word of advice that you're thinking of. Those are the things that they will remember. They may not remember your equity strategy or your bond allocation strategy. They will remember who called them, who checked in on them, and then Along the way, that will help in a relationship. But that's just my personal opinion. Everybody's different. The beauty about this business is that you have lots of different business models. You have lots of different styles. That's what works for us. But different people have built wickedly successful businesses doing other, other, other things. And so I think it depends upon the advisor. I think it depends upon their relationship with their, their client. And that's what makes this business so special is that people get to pick the the person they choose to work with. They get to pick the level of advice. They get to pick sort of the the relationship and, and and everybody likes it done a little bit uh, differently. So those are just my thoughts. And uh, I mean, I I have other advisors that I'm friends with that, that do it differently. And so the beauty about this business is that uh, you get to put your fingerprint on, on how you, you build those relationships, but I have noticed over the years that it's more of a relationship business as opposed to a product-driven uh, business. It's just my personal uh, opinion, but um, most importantly, thank you guys for the work in which you guys do. Uh, y- yourself, the rest of the team, uh, and Keith, have been a valuable asset to our uh, organization, and especially in times like this you've provided that extra jolt of caffeine the extra super glue that helps to strengthen the relationships and where i've had to do more hand holding more calls that sort of to do the emails the updates the things that you guys are doing just has really helped us in this rough patch uh and has made us look um uh, really wise and has really helped so i can't thank you guys enough for the work that that you do from the top of the totem pole to the bottom of the totem pole. Oh my gosh, it's it's, it's been a great relationship. And, and again, thank you guys for you guys. And we're fortunate that at Sotera, um, uh, we've got Mike Zuna who heads up our uh, marketing program. And he's just a great guy, extremely knowledgeable, extremely helpful, has really laid out a great vision. And he's a big advocate to FMG and has just a, right. been a super supporter and is just very helpful. So the folks that, that are on the, uh, the podcast if they have questions, you know, certainly reach out to your team, uh, reach out to their uh, coordinator, um, their broker-dealer, or they, whoever they work with has probably got a marketing team and a, a wealth of data and knowledge and all these uh, things that are out there. One thing I failed to mention, that, that it's really a cool service that you guys use, because uh, I'm sort of the low-tech guy of the team, that I use a lot on the website in which you built for me. It's got the greatest calculators. In addition to that, it's got some really cool videos. And uh, when I'm working with somebody new that knows nothing about our organization, uh, it's common for me to email them a link to my website, and then I'll pick a video that maybe something they might be interested in. So the videos and the cartoons that you guys have built on that website is awesome. And I send out a lot of, of them. Uh, and and I actually, truth be known, I, I actually watch several myself. And uh, occasionally for our team and our staff meeting, we'll show one of the FMG videos. And uh, the team really likes them also. So I failed to mention that earlier in the podcast, that the videos uh, on which you guys produce first class, very professional. I send, we're, our team probably sends, I don't know, 10, 15 out per day. A lot of our general prospects, people that are learning more about our business, uh, we can target what their need is sure. and send out one of those uh, videos. And they're they're super impressive. Sorry, I forgot to to, to, to mention that, but uh, thank your team and whoever develops those videos are totally awesome.
0: Great. It's great to hear. Well, Michael, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule today. You know, I think that bears repeating. I, I, I think what you said there about you know, at times like it's it's that reaching out, it's making that emotional connection. That's what people will remember in 10 years. I think that's a uh, uh, a great way to end the podcast. Uh, so, Michael, thank you for joining us today.
1: It's an honor and a privilege. Uh, if your listeners have any questions, reach out to you guys. Reach out to us. We're here to help. It's a tough time for some to be a financial advisor for new financial advisors that are new my, my heart, my prayers go out to you. It it can get hard in this business. Uh, now is the time you show your colors. Now is the time you get ahead. You took the, now is your time to help your, your clients. So for new financial advisors, stick it out. Do the right thing. Serve your firm. Serve your clients. And you can be a difference
0: maker in your, in your clients' well-being. Awesome. Great advice. Michael, thanks so much. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we will be back with another podcast shortly. Thanks everyone. Thank you for listening to the Market Emotion Podcast for Financial Advisors. If you found this episode informative, please share with your peers and colleagues. Visit fmgsuite.com to discover more great resources and products to transform you into an extraordinary marketer and grow your advisory. Subscribe and get updates delivered right to your inbox.